This is a Soulfire production. Welcome back to A Sharper Life. I am your host, Nikki Sharp, and I'm on a mission to help you overcome your hardest challenges and to create a life that you feel inspired by every single day. This show is your one-stop shop to achieve optimal health, well-being, and fulfillment in all areas of your life. Nothing is off limits and everything is discussed with an authentic lens. So I share personal stories, I interview experts, and I discuss challenging and sometimes taboo topics to help you realize that you're not alone in your journey. Join me every Sunday for new episodes where you'll get a dose of inspiration, actionable items, and clarity on how to be inspired for the week ahead in what I call hashtag sharper Sundays. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to invite you to my free live web class, How to Transform Your Life, Learn the Secrets to Creating a Life You Want, on Tuesday, August 30th at 12 p.m. or 8 p.m. Eastern. Both classes are live just to fit in with your schedule. So you can find the sign-up link in the show notes or head to my Instagram for details. This web class will help you to uncover the blocks that hold you back and give you the tools to overcome any hardship, propelling you forward to massive breakthroughs and transformation in all areas of your life. So who is this web class for? Anyone who is feeling stuck in their life and wants to see changes. If you have a lack of confidence and you're ready to start feeling inspired again, this class is for you. If you're feeling hopeless in your love life and you're ready to call in your soulmate, this web class is for you. And if you're feeling stuck in your job and really just want to find your dream career and start to create financial abundance, you will learn the secrets to making this happen in this free web class. So Tuesday, August 30th at 12 p.m. Eastern or 8 p.m. Eastern, both sessions are live. And again, head to the show notes to sign up for this life-changing web class. Now, on to today's juicy episode. We are talking about one of my favorite topics. It's pluck the weeds, plant the seeds, and water it daily. This is the number one secret to transform your life and something that very few people talk about. When it comes to manifesting and seeing the changes that you want, you must be willing to take these steps. So pluck the weeds, plant the seeds, and water it daily. This is also a smaller version of what you are going to learn in the free web class on August 30th, but it's still enough to help you move through challenges you might be facing now. Things for your consideration in this episode. Is there an area of your life that you feel completely stuck in no matter what you've tried? Have you lost hope when it comes to your biggest dreams or desires? Are you willing to let go of judgment that your life doesn't look like it should? And are you doing the quote-unquote self-work, but you don't seem to be making any progress? So think about those as I go through this episode and just pick out what resonates, what doesn't, and leave whatever doesn't and all the rest. So jumping in, I want you to close your eyes for a moment and think about a flower garden, a beautiful, luscious, delicious smelling flower garden. 
I want you to get clear on, in your mind, what sort of flowers are there? Do you have peonies? That's my favorite flower. Do you have beautiful roses? Do you have daisies or sunflowers? Really embody this, this whole beautiful flower garden and think about if you could close your eyes at any time of day, you could see this. Now, I want you to think about the same garden, but it's overrun with weeds. Half of the flowers are dead. It doesn't have much color to it, right? When a flower dies, so does the color. There's not any you know, beautiful smells. And what's the difference between the two? Well, one is that it's vibrant, it's colorful, it's alive, and things are growing. And the other is that it's overrun with weeds. So this is an analogy into your mind. So your mind has lots of quote-unquote dead plants, so to speak, or negative thoughts, limiting beliefs. It's, it's clouded. And that's what typically gets us into a negative spiral because we can't see the future of life because it's so crowded with these dead flowers, again, so to speak. Now, when we're trying to change our life, typically people go to the action step. They start a new diet, they quit their job, they move, they travel, whatever it is to get the results they want. I'm going to propose something radically different. And you may have heard it before, you may not. But I also encourage you, if you have a piece of paper, to write this down. So you have beliefs. Beliefs are in the back of your head. This is where your limiting beliefs are stored, your fears. This is where things from childhood get stored, memories. And you can't see the back of your head without a mirror. It's what I call the spiritual mirror, where someone like me, or a therapist, or any other coach can come and help you see the things that you can't see, right? We can't see what we can't see. So you need a quote-unquote mirror, and I call it the spiritual mirror, to see the beliefs in the back of your head. So the beliefs then go to thoughts. Thoughts are the conscious mind. It's what you think on a day-to-day. You might be, you know, oh, wow, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, it's a beautiful day. I'm looking outside. I might be thinking, you know, I look in the mirror and I think, huh, I don't look so pretty today. Or you might look at your bank account and say, wow, I really don't have much money. So your thoughts happen because of the beliefs. The thoughts you can quote unquote see, which is why we don't need to hold that mirror up as much. But the main thing is we need to get into the beliefs, which is your subconscious mind. So beliefs, thoughts, words. The words are the things that you say based on the thoughts that you think. So the words might be, if you're thinking, you know, I'm fat, I don't look good, I'm, I'm not pretty. If someone compliments you, you say, no, no, I, I don't feel good. I don't look good, right? So the very words that you are speaking happen because of the thoughts. Thoughts happen because of the belief system. Now, the words you say produce your actions. So if you're constantly thinking, you know, I'm overweight and then the words that you're saying to someone are, I'm stressed, I'm overwhelmed, I'll never lose weight, I, you know, I've tried every diet, I'm big boned. Well, I want you to ask yourself, are you more or less likely to choose a positive action that's going to get you the result you want with that thinking and those words? Well, we know the answer. You are more likely to choose something that is going to get you further away from what you want if you are saying all of these negative things. So you have beliefs, thoughts, words, the actions you do, 
the actions you do create your results. So if you're thinking, you know, I'm big boned, I'm overweight, I'm never going to lose weight, I'm never going to get that dream job, I'm never going to find my partner, I'm, I'm losing time, I'm hopeless, and your actions are then mirroring that, well, your results are going to be, yes, you're probably pushing, you know, potential partners away, or you don't enjoy the dating scene, so you're not your fun, playful self going out. And your results create your destiny. So the destiny of what your life is going to look like. And we as human beings want to make change so drastically bad, and we do it in the action standpoint. So beliefs, thoughts, words, actions, results, destiny. And when we talk about this concept, pluck the weeds, plant the seeds, water it daily, we are actually going into the subconscious mind or the beliefs. So I'm going to be holding up a spiritual mirror and helping guide you through. If you join the web class, I'm going to be coaching people live during this. And it's also what I teach in my Ultimate Transformation Program because we cannot typically see into the subconscious mind without someone else helping us to uncover these things. So what does pluck the weeds mean? Well, this is your fears. These are your limiting beliefs. And they are, once again, stuck in your subconscious mind, in the belief section, in a place that you can't see. And scientists have said that the subconscious mind in the human brain is between 75 to 90% of matter in your brain, meaning they can't study it. They don't really know what goes on, but they do know that things get stored there. Positive memories, negative memories, you know, negative limiting beliefs, your fears. And so what we want to do is pluck the weeds. And this means acknowledge your fears. Now, I want you to think about what is a fear that you have in your life? Do you acknowledge it on a daily basis and say, you know, I am scared I'm not going to make more money? Do you sit with that fear and do you acknowledge it and all that it means and how it causes you to self-sabotage? Or do you try to push it under the, the metaphorical rug? Because most human beings, we don't like fears. We don't want to deal with them. We don't like negative emotions. And so we push our fears under the rug until the moment the rug gets so full that we start tripping on it. and. I really want you just to think about, if I were to tell you, don't think about the color blue, don't think about the color blue, whatever you do, do not think about the color blue, especially a beautiful cobalt blue or the sky blue. Do not think about the sky blue. What did you just think about? Well, you thought about some form of blue or you thought about the sky, the very thing that I'm telling you not to think about. And that's why diets fail because we say, I'm not going to have diet soda. I'm not going to eat this thing. Well, what do you do? You start thinking about the thing over and over and over again. So naturally, you're going to want the thing because you're focusing on it. So that's the same with our fears. When we say, I'm not going to focus on the thing that makes me scared, well, what do we do? We subconsciously think about it and then it goes from our subconscious mind to our beliefs. And we're saying, you know, I'm never going to have financial abundance. Well, what is the word I'm saying? Oh, I can't quit my job. It gives me security. What is the action I'm going to take? Well, even though I hate my job, I'm not going to quit because it gives me that financial security because I'm scared I'm not going to have financial security, right? So we stay in jobs, we stay in relationships that don't serve us, that are toxic, that don't propel us forward to our future. And that is all based on a limiting belief. So pluck the weeds means you must acknowledge the fear. You must be willing to lift up the, you know, the curtain of the bed as you did as a child If you thought that there were monsters under the bed, you would 
you know, take a flashlight or you'd ask your parents to come help and make sure there were no monsters. And guess what? Every single day you realize there wasn't a monster so you could sleep in peace. As adults, we don't lift the curtain to our bed, to our own mind, to acknowledge these metaphorical monsters or the fears. So number one, you must acknowledge that they are there. And I want you to think about an area in your life that you feel stuck. Get really clear on it. And I want you to ask yourself, what are my beliefs about this, about the area that I'm stuck in, whether it's money or your career or love or your body, whatever it is, I want you to get clear on what the area is and what the the specific thing is that you feel stuck. So what beliefs do I have around this area or this specific challenge? And where do I tend to self-sabotage when it comes to this challenge or this area? And number three, what is preventing me from seeing the results that I want in this area? So let's take someone who is trying to lose weight. Typically, they go to the action part. They try a diet. It works for a bit until it doesn't. They feel bad. They lose confidence. They lose hope that they're going to see the results they want. Well, then eventually they get the courage to try another diet. It fails. And so it's not the diet or the action part. Like You don't need another cookbook. People came to me for years saying, Nikki, give us more recipes. And I said, you don't need another recipe. You need to put into action based on something in your mind. You need to figure out what's in the mind that's actually holding you back. So someone who's trying to lose weight is unable to change their results, not because of the action, but because there is a limiting belief about success. And this might be fear of failure. It might be fear of success, which actually we all have. That's the innermost part of the spiritual onion, which I talk about in episode four of the spiritual onion. Highly recommend going back to it. It might be a belief that came from an experience in childhood. Like let's say you were a little bit bigger as a child and your mother was always saying, you know, you need to lose weight, you're fat, or said unkind things, or you got bullied in school because of it, you will now have a negative limiting belief in the subconscious mind that goes into how you treat yourself and why you treat yourself that. So that you, let's say, you know, you feel that if you weren't skinny, you weren't loved by your parents. And a lot of people have that who go on these continuous diets. Now, With Pluck the Weeds, you must acknowledge that the fear is there. And that is the first step that we do in the ultimate transformation. It is the hardest step for most people because people don't like to face their fears. They don't want to deal with those negative emotions. But it is the number one thing that is causing you from not seeing the results you want in order to then dream. So the next step of this is you must plant the seeds. Well, what does that mean? That means getting really clear on your dreams and your desires. And here's the thing, you can only do this once you acknowledge your fears. There's a whole thing about manifesting, right? I'm going to manifest the love of my life. Well, if you're not understanding what's prevented you from having that soul-filling love in the first place, then it doesn't matter how many times you write down, I'm going to find the person of my dreams or how many, you know, how many times you say, I'm going to lose weight. If you're not willing to acknowledge the fears and what holds you back, then planting the seeds is not going to work in the way that you want. But here's the cool thing. When you deal with your fears and they're never as bad as you think they are, you are able to start to 
clear away the weeds from the garden. So now think about your garden that if you have a dandelion pop up and you just go and cut the dandelion, well, it's going to grow back. You have to actually pluck it from the weeds so that it's gone. It's no longer there. But what happens when you pluck it? There's a space in the soil. So that's where you drop in a seed of what you want. So I'm choosing to put a beautiful peony. They're my favorite flowers. It's what I brought to my wedding. And I'm choosing to put a peony there. Or in another example, I'm choosing that I want to move into a beautiful house one day that has four bedrooms, is on the waterfront. Well, I must be willing to acknowledge my fears as to why I might not get that. But once I do that, I can plant the seed of what I actually want. And I want to walk you through a client example. This was a call that I actually had this week with a private client who is doing the Ultimate Transformation Program. And she recently talked about a scenario with her mother where she got really, really triggered. And she was explaining how her mother comes to babysit and the mom will you know, come and babysit, take a nap whenever she wants, whether it's convenient or not to my client. And she'll go out and go grocery shopping and then cook the meal and just serve food. And my client got really upset saying, I just want my mom to ask me what I want. I don't want to eat the food that she's making that day. I want her to ask me, how can I help you today? What would make you feel supported? And so my client essentially wanted deeper communication with her mother and to feel seen and heard. And I want you to think about your own parents or someone you love and a scenario that's happened to you, whether it's this exact thing or a time when you felt triggered. Because what happens is we put something to the universe that we want. So she is essentially saying, I want to be seen and heard. I want you to acknowledge that I need help. Like, I want you to ask me, what do I need? So a few moments later in our conversation, she said, I don't want anything from my mom. I just want her to leave me alone. I just want it to be easy. So we had the discussion that she was actually asking the universe for two different things. On one hand, she's saying, leave me alone, do your own thing, just come and babysit and don't you know, be a bother to my life. And on the other hand, she's asking the universe that, well, with this relationship, she wants to have deep communication and feel seen and heard and have emotional connection. So here's the thing. The mother was already leaving her alone. She was coming in, taking naps when she you know, needed to rest because as you get older, you do sometimes need to take naps. And actually, every adult really needs to take naps. We push ourselves through you know, caffeine and adrenaline, which isn't good. But the mother would go grocery shopping and show up by just making a meal, not asking questions, most likely probably to not be a burden. And she, the mother was probably, and I'm not speaking for the mother, but probably thinking she was doing something good by coming in and just providing a dinner so my client didn't need to think about it. So here's the interesting thing. Deep down, my client didn't actually want to be left alone, but she was projecting that. And she also said that her mother was always cold, that all she wanted was her mother to be playful and open. And what would happen is anytime my client talks to her mother, my client would actually be so triggered by the thought and the projection that her mother was cold, that my client would shut down. She would be cold. And so the very thing that she's seeking from her mom, which is, I want my mom to be playful and open and you know, ask me what I need. 
she is projecting her own fears, her own, the manifestation of what she doesn't want is what she's projecting onto her mom. And so the very nature of what she wanted, she was projecting and creating the opposite. So going back to the weight loss example, if you say, you know, I want to lose weight. And if you're in a place where you're constantly saying, you know, no diet has ever worked and I just want to lose weight, but I don't want to, you know, do anything for it. I don't want to make a change or I, you know, I don't believe this next diet is going to work. You're already manifesting the thing that you don't want, which is the diet's not going to work. And we do this all the time in love, in business, career, money, you name it, in every area of life. So that is why it is incredibly important to understand what the limiting beliefs of the mind are. And again, one can really only get there when there's a spiritual mirror being held. You can do it on your own, but here's the thing. When we acknowledge our deepest fears, we get really scared. And then we go into sabotage mode, and then we go into the thing that we don't want, getting the results that we don't want, all based on facing our fears. That's why something like my Ultimate Transformation Program is so powerful because I hold your hand through the whole process. And what again, whether it's me, whether it's a therapist, it is so important for all human beings to have someone to help guide and mentor when we hit those rough patches. Nobody should be doing this work alone. Now, as you're getting clear on what you want and your desires and your wishes after you've dealt with your fears, I want you to think about what are my dreams? What are the dreams that I've, you know, shoved away because I don't even believe that they're possible. And I'm living breathing proof that I stopped dreaming for so many years of my life. I couldn't even fathom that my life would look as good as it looks now. And that is because I kept myself in a spiral, that downward spiral of I had body dysmorphia, I had eating disorders. And because of the body dysmorphia, I was always trying to you know, get skinnier, skinnier. It had nothing to do really about the weight. It was that I was trying to control things in my life and feel better. So being skinny was equated to feeling fulfilled and happy in my life. And so when clients come to me and they want to lose weight, we get really clear on, on what does that actually mean? What does the weight loss actually mean? And it's always around, I want to feel confident. So really that's, I wanted to feel confident in myself. And by the very nature of wanting to feel confident, because I was in this negative downward spiral loop of, you know, the belief is you're not good enough unless you are so uniquely thin, skinny, you know, almost 2D is what I, I call it that if I wasn't there, I wouldn't be unique. And if I wasn't a unique person, I would have a normal, quote unquote, boring life, a nine to five, which has never interested me. And so in the very nature of wanting to be someone who wasn't, quote unquote, normal, I kept myself in this perpetual cycle of eating disorders and starving myself and feeling guilty and then binging and then restricting. And then my results were not feeling happy. It, it kept me in that downward spiral of, the very thing that I wanted, which was to feel happy and fulfilled in life, I kept myself from achieving because I thought that losing weight would achieve that. And it wasn't. What helped me achieve this truly lasting and soul-filling happiness that I have is doing the work that I teach in the Ultimate Transformation Program and doing the work that I'm teaching you now of facing my fears and getting clear on what I wanted. And that is how I, I manifested the partner of my dreams. In my dream binder, I literally wrote him down word for word. And no relationship comes, quote unquote, easy. You must be willing to do the work. But 
it starts with planting the seeds, writing down what you want and getting really clear. So if you're losing hope of your dreams or you're not even able to dream at all, then it happens when we have clouded our mind with the negativity. So as I just talked about, you know, the results that I wanted to feel happy and fulfilled, my mind was so clouded with negativity that I would never be enough. I would never be a unique human being. What was the point if I wasn't these things? So that's why plucking the weeds, facing your fears is the number one most important step. Then I want you to get clear on what do you actually want in life? If you were to dream big and create your own dream binder as you do in UTP, what would you put down? What's your dream career look like? What does your dream relationship look like? So the most important thing of this is why do you want that? Why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to meet your partner? What are they going to give to your life that you don't already have? And then you write it down. You put a photo on your your background on your phone as wallpaper. Tell a friend. Journal about it daily. Start getting excited about the things you want. That's why doing things like gratitude logs are so important is to keep our mind in a positive place, not always going to the negative what I don't have place. So lastly, we have water it daily. I want you to think back to that beautiful garden in your mind and go with me. Close your eyes. What color flowers are there? What types of flowers? What sort of smells are there? Is there grass that you can sit on and just read a book in this flower garden? Or is it just something that it's in your mind and it just fills your mind and you don't need to go anywhere? It's just there. Now, in order to keep this beautiful flower garden alive, you have to water it. If you don't water it, things start to die. That is essentially why we do self-care. It means journaling, meditating, doing things like yoga, getting outside for fresh air, exercising, facing your fears. So when people talk about self-love, I'm so sick and tired of these words, manifesting, self-work, self-love, because the missing element, especially with self-love, is not doing bubble baths. It's not lighting a candle. It's not journaling. It is facing your fears because those are the things that are preventing you from achieving the results you want. But here's the cool thing. When you start to face your fears, when you start to focus on being of service, which gets you out of the me, me, me show, right? It's me, me, me. I'm suffering. I have this problem. Well, you know what? Every single person on this planet has some sort of problem and you're not alone in your suffering. We all suffer. I have tremendous amounts of challenges I face. The only difference is I don't call it suffering. Suffering is a choice. And I talked about this on the episode with Lise, uh, where we were talking about spirituality and talking to spirit guides. Suffering is a choice, but we all face challenges. So it's learning how to deal with them. How do you act and react? So when you're able to be of service, it takes you out of the me, me, me show. And it puts you in a state of giving. And by giving, we actually receive. I feel the best in my life when I teach my courses, when I work with clients, because it's me giving knowledge that I know is going to help someone else. And by very nature, and even this podcast, for example, I get so excited and fulfilled and feeling fulfilled makes me happy. And I know that I'm helping someone, I hope at least one person with this podcast episode. I know that when people join my Ultimate Transformation Program, their life changes so drastically 
that that fulfills me. So being of service is the greatest way to water it daily, but also doing things of self-care, self-love. So yes, having baths, journaling, doing those things are super important and facing your fears. So the watering it daily is, I want you to think about if you had to come up with a list of 10 things that you could do every single day, and I'm not talking it needs to you know, take one hour, but 10 things that you could do every single day that would help you get yourself closer to your goals based on the beliefs, thoughts, words, actions, results, destiny. Maybe it's something like, you know what, once a day, I'm going to look in the mirror and tell myself that I love you, Nikki, or I love you, whatever your name is. Maybe it's, I'm going to text a friend and just say, hey, thinking about you. It takes no time at all to do that. But what are 10 things you could do that would make you feel good daily? And if you're running short on time, you take that list and you do five of them. And if you're running even more short on time, you take one of them. But your self-love list, and this is something that we go into depth in UTP, is going to be the thing that helps you when your mind goes into that negative spiral. But it also starts to build up. It's habit stacking it. The more you do something and the more result you see, the more motivated you are to keep going. So we want to start small with the easy things. And those are the things that make the biggest impact. It's not going on the diet. It's not you know the black and white thinking that I'm going to start everything Monday. It's not quitting your job, moving overseas, which I am a professional at doing. It is doing the small little things like facing your fears daily, writing out, you know, what scares me? Why does it scare me? What, what do I do to sabotage myself? What's one thing I could try different today? So that's what watering it daily means. Now, if you're doing the quote unquote self-work, which I'm a big proponent of, but self-work has an interesting connotation in today's society. If you're doing the self-work and you are not seeing the results that you want, and you're not willing to face your fears and get clear on your desires, then no matter what you do in that quote-unquote self-work, you will not get to the life you want. It takes plucking the weeds or facing your fears. It takes planting the seeds and being okay that they don't happen immediately. Like, Let's say you want to make a ton of money and become financially abundant and secure. That's not going to happen overnight. You got to first figure out, why you're in debt and then make changes and then start to plant the seeds of what am I going to do to grow my financials, right? I remember a few years ago, I was in debt. I was in like 30K of debt. And within one year, not even one year, within, I would say nine months, I went from negative 30 to 100K cash sitting in my bank account. This happened, I believe a year or two ago. And I am here to tell you, this stuff works. It works when you are willing to see the fears that got you to the place that you don't want to be. And then you start to make a change and manifest from a place of clarity and love. Because most people, and here's where it goes wrong when they do this, the self-work, is they're manifesting from a place of fear. When you manifest or ask for anything from a place of fear, well, my love, you are not going to get what you want. You're going to get the thing that you don't want. Just as I told you about my client who wants her mother to be open and playful and you know come and ask questions. Well, she's projecting her own fears and limiting beliefs onto her mom based on her childhood that 
the very thing she wants, she's not getting. And so with that, I would highly encourage you to go and re-listen to this episode. I would bookmark it. I would save it. I would send it to a friend who's going through a challenging moment because this specific episode is the sort of things that nobody talks about when they're discussing manifesting. And I really want you to get clear that you can do it. You can do anything that you want in your life. You can achieve any single dream that you want, but you must be willing to deal with the fears that come up that if it doesn't happen immediately, it's okay. That doesn't mean it's happened, not going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, being okay that, hey, you know what? It might not be meant for me. There might be something better coming. And it's what I call the art of receiving. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode about this, but the art of receiving is essentially you have to be willing to ask for help. That's first and foremost. And so if you're going through a fear, a tough time, you have to be willing to ask for help. And the art of receiving is saying, I am okay to receive whatever comes my way after I put it out there. Because the universe, your friends, your family, they're going to give you what you need, not what you want. So I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that it sparked something in you. I hope that it helped you get some clarity around the things I asked you to consider in the beginning. I hope that it gave you some inspiration on how to make even just one little change. Now, if you have any questions about this episode or any of the concepts I talked about, feel free to drop me a message on DM in Instagram at Nikki Sharp. I love chatting to you all. Yeah, I really, really love chatting to you all. If you found this episode to be beneficial, please leave a review. This really helps other people to find these topics and to help and grow and learn and figure out more about life. And if you would like to go deeper and get live coaching from me on a specific challenge that you're facing, join me for the free web class on Tuesday, August 30th, either at 12 p.m. Eastern or 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'm doing two different live sessions because I know that people are working in different time zones. And I really want to help you uncover your biggest challenges and have some massive breakthroughs in order to transform your life. So I will put the link in the show notes, or you can find it on Instagram. And if you are ready and wanting to join the Ultimate Transformation Program, doors open for registration on October 31st. And the program starts September 17th with our first call, call being September 21st. It is a four-month deep dive into your subconscious mind, into clearing away the fears, into creating the life you want. And I am living, breathing, manifesting truth that, as I said, this stuff works. And I hope to have you there either on the web class or if you want to join UTP, you can definitely drop me a message and I can send you details. And until next week, here's to a sharper life.